Hey lovely people, welcome back to Caught Up in the Rapture with me, Mia, and my co-host, Lauren. Oh god, I did that whole American accent again. <laughs> Guys, Leah messaged me in the week and sent me a meme on Instagram where it was like, oh, we're so tired of hearing these YouTubers um, put on this American accent. I can't help it, it just comes automatically. I'm not a YouTuber, <laughs> but... It comes automatically. I just I don't know what happens, but it's just the easiest thing than speaking English with an English accent. That's it. Well, a lot of American people do it as well. Vice versa, I think. So, well, at least I actually sound American. They I don't, don't actually. Really? Sound. Yeah, but we don't know all parts of America. And I found that yeah. some part there's oh, somewhere yeah. that I'm gonna okay. sound like. All right then. Okay. Thank you for agreeing with me. You're welcome. So today have a guest and our guest is Natasha. Hi guys. Hi, thank you for joining us. So as you know, uh, we'd like to start off with and then two initial questions and see where things go from there. And then we've got a topic that you want to talk about, which is celibacy. Yeah. Abstinence. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. So um I have some history of abstinence. Um Lauren. I don't have much much history. No, no. Okay. <laughs> so this is zero to none. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Sometimes get tough. There is obviously those few months. But anyways, let's go to the questions first <laughs> and then come back to that. Um, so my question for you is, how would you define sex? For me? Yeah. Um, for me, sex is something that is intimate, that is that creates a bond between two people, that is emotional um that is enjoyable um and sometimes spiritual yeah okay mm. good answer good answer oh no comment on that then no, yeah, no, no. No, no. <laughs> good answer that um my question is because that was such a nice <laughs> you know friendly question i'm going to come with a bit of it's not it's not even really that oh unfriendly gosh. or anything like that my question to you is about kissing what do you feel about kissing i like kissing and i think i think do you know what so a lot of people say sometimes kissing is even more intimate than sex and I can yeah. understand that because me too it yeah. although it's not as intimate on that level it I don't it, I don't know it's just like you're you're becoming closer to the person 
But it's like there's like a magical bond when you kiss someone. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think it's do like, you know what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Intertwining. Yeah. Especially when you kiss someone that you like. Obviously, you kiss someone you like. But um, <laughs> when you really like them, and then all that um, built up frustration has come out and then you just end up kissing yeah I think that's what creates that that feeling so I like kissing I think yeah I love we can hear we can hear your voice you like kissing (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, I agree with you it it, it does have that kind of connection you connecting with someone and yeah why I also enjoy it as well but there's so many people out there that don't like kissing at all mm. and then there's those that kiss everybody like mm. getting off with everyone mm. yeah I think that's a everybody. bit too much mm. do you know what I mean how crazy it started exactly <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> probably how it's still going mm. every every night down down the pub out to the clubs and whatnot and mm. mm. I don't yeah. know what people have got so for me it's like I, I can't just kiss anybody just like that as much as I do yeah. kissing, I have to have some kind of connection to them yeah definitely yeah oh cool 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 right yeah so now we can get into the topic which is quite exciting because it's very different to what all the other episodes have been um it's very PG, I would say. Well, it doesn't have to be PG, actually, but it's it's definitely um, not all about willies. Yeah, not getting dicked down. Yeah. It's the opposite. <laughs> opposite of getting dicked down, getting licked down. <laughs> yeah, so. So, Natasha, please tell us your story. Why and why you've made this choice to go on this journey of celibacy and a little bit, yeah, where, why you made this choice, where you were coming from at that point, you know, where you were in a relationship or was this something you decided and you haven't had any intimacy at all? So, yeah, for me, um, I've been celibate for three years now around three years and it's been a journey for me it's something that I decided to do a long time ago um and then when I ended up getting getting in my first proper relationship um I did end up having sex and then after that I tried again and failed so I think for me after that I just felt like I want to take it seriously um, because of my relationship with God. When you said that you um, you tried again, do you mean you when you went to have sex the second time, or yeah? So in the second relationship, I tried again to oh, not to be, to be yes, yeah, yeah, to be celibate. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I tried again to be celibate. And, um, yeah, it didn't work in that situation. So after I came out of that relationship, I decided that I'm going to, like, be serious about it and 
it's not that I wasn't serious before but really take that stand so if I know there's like if I know I'm going to put myself in a situation where it could potentially lead to sex then I'll take myself out out of that um so creating boundaries with whoever I'm talking to or whatever situation I'm in it's not easy but um I think for me it works because it just it just helps me stay clear from it so when you were in your first relationship did you were you open to having sex at that point or was it during that time that you no let me say that again were you open to having a sexual relationship with that person or had you before that said you were going to be celibate but ended up having a sexual relationship So um, initially, like when we first got together, he understood that um, I was trying to stay celibate and he respected that. And I think as we, as time went on and we got closer, it just became very hard. So that's when, um, yeah, we ended up having sex. And um, from there, I think, it was it was very difficult especially when you're in a relationship and you've already done it it's hard to to say not even to say but it's hard to come out and be like oh I don't want to do it anymore um yeah, I guess the person has to be on the same page as you is different if yeah, yeah. that way that you both um kind of slipped up or went with your emotions and then you both decided to go back but I guess if one person decides on it it's a lot harder yeah exactly so um it did get to a point where I did say, you know, I'm, I'm trying to stop, you know, stop having sex and just get like a stronger relationship with God. And um, he understood it, but he, did, he wasn't happy about it. Um, and I think that may have been one of the reasons why our relationship didn't last. Because of your choice to be celibate. Yeah, I think although although he may not have said it and he may not have even, that may have not been his intention, but I think if you if both of you have had sex and now all of a sudden one person, you know, decides they don't want to anymore, it's going to create some type of inbuilt frustration, whether they like it or not. Yeah. Um, whether, yeah, so I think that's what happened and it so just... Your partner, with the two of you um, in this journey with Christ? Yeah, both of us were, yeah. Okay. And so do you feel he wasn't in the same place as you because he was wanting to, to have a sexual relationship? Mm. It's so funny because he actually was, like, I don't want to put people on levels of, like, their beliefs, but I think he was even a stronger believer than me. But for guys or for some people it's just hard and I think I'll say generally for guys it's harder so even if you are in Christ everyone has their own um sins or sins differently but I think for him that's one thing that he knew that it was wrong but he wouldn't mind like going against it okay so did he initiate the, the sexual relationship no actually 
because he knew he knew like my standpoint from the beginning I think it was more me um but then when I said like yeah we can or you know just put I wouldn't say put on the table but when it got to that point then he knew that I was serious and you know I wasn't I wasn't doing it because of peer pressure or because I thought that's what he wanted he 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 knew that I was doing it because I wanted to so he was yeah okay and how long into the relationship were you I think this was like four months or three months okay so do you think when you was in the relationship like by not having sex do you feel like there was like an emotional um what's the word like a bit of the not the chemistry but like obviously the sexual chemistry and that adds and that heightens the emotions of the relationship so do you think that when you stopped having sex you guys sort of maybe lost that that extra connection that you had built Mm, I would say yeah I think so because sex does create a bond on a different level for me some people it's like they can detach themselves from that but I think for me it's definitely it definitely does create a bond so um once we did stop I I felt like it did take a part of that relationship away and then that's why I think it probably created like a built-up um tension between us yeah do you think he possibly could have felt as well like he wasn't delivering that well which made you go back to feeling like you know you don't want to um if he was feeling insecure about the fact that you decided at this point after having sex that you don't want to have sex anymore that may is it because it didn't meet your standards yeah um, oh no I don't think so no I don't think he felt like that um yeah because he wasn't like our relationship wasn't really like that um because we were friends like really close friends before he knew it was just more than sex so um yeah I don't think he felt like that so celibacy and abstinence to some people is you know no kind of touching holding hands kissing any kind of intimacy in any shape or form it's very much you know you and I are courting, let's say, but there, until marriage happens, there will be none of that hanky-panky. So what level would you say you are at with this? For me, I do kiss. Um, yes, because you like kissing. Yes. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I think, yeah, I, I'm not like super strict, but I try to stay away from things on a sexual, intimate level. Um, but I think kissing, kissing, hugging, like touching, yeah, that that for me is okay. Okay. So are you currently dating anyone? No. Okay. No, very much single. Don't worry. You'll, you'll meet Mr. Wright soon. Yeah. Like if you're looking for someone, a beautiful, 
brown skin girl just email us yes email info at gmail.com you gotta be with the girl for you her name's Natasha uh, thanks for the plug <laughs> anytime honey so um dating with dating then so um are you dating are you open to dating I'm open to dating. I'm not dating anyone currently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So in terms of when you are dating someone, um, do you find, when in that process, do you decide to tell them about um, sustaining? Mm. Like, do you tell them at the beginning or is it when you're in more of like a, a, an intimate situation? Or do you just not I tell them at all mm -hmm. if it hasn't got to that part where you're like, looking to be in a relationship or something? I tell them um, when I think it's becoming serious. So um, I wouldn't tell them when it's serious. I'll tell them like before that. But if I think this guy likes me, I like him, it could be going somewhere and I want to know his intentions. I want to know um, his views on it. Then, yeah, I'll, I'll tell them okay and does do you find that when you tell them sometimes it changes um the dynamics of people sort of fall back have you missed, like i don't know lost the situation because of or like i've been a, had a failed situation because of um, um for me when i've told someone um and they tell me they're their stance on it so they say oh yeah no that's something that I can't do or you know I, I'm used to having sex then for me I would naturally fall back anyway so regardless of whether they choose to stay or fall back um for me if if I sense that so sorry for me if they tell me that they can't do like they can't stay abstinent or they can't not have sex then I naturally would it would break off anyway um I think most of the time they respect my decisions and yeah it does kind of fizzle out naturally anyway but I would expect that to happen if that's not what they're on mm -hmm. yeah so when you're you're choosing guys that you like or you're meeting these guys are you trying to select men that are spiritual like yourself and yeah okay so yeah. would that would it be one of the conversations that you'd have quite early on mm, that's the thing I don't have it too early on because I don't want to bring up sex too early but I think if it's becoming serious so let's say you've gone on a few dates and then now or you've been dating for a while um when I say a while maybe like I don't know, maybe you've gone on three or four dates around that that mark, mm -hmm. then I'd bring it up. Okay. Yeah. What about you guys? What is like when would you tell them if you were in if you wanted to make that decision? Well, I've been in a position where I entered into the relationship and I wasn't feeling at that point I was looking I wasn't looking for a sexual partner. Mm. Um and 
fortunate for me, this, the individual as well wasn't looking for a sexual partner. So we built a very strong friendship. And we spoke about it quite early on. We, it was just like drawing a line, especially because we met via a, um, a website and a lot of people were hooking up on that website as well. So the, it, was, it was almost like a given that straight away you were going to meet up and have sex with somebody. But we both were just, mm. we're not looking for that kind of hookup right now. So we were called the friendship, which was fine for me because at that point I wasn't looking to be in a sexual relationship. I was trying to focus on my health and well-being at that point and I didn't feel that having that kind of relationship would be beneficial to me at that point. I needed to focus on myself. Yeah. So I've had periods of um, abstinence where I've, you know, focused on things that I was doing, like when I'm, I was finishing um, any kind of course I'm doing and I need to focus on my studies, then I will do that. If I'm, you know, going for a period that I need to sort of like gather myself, I will abstain at that point as well. So I'll go for that. And I've had periods where it's been for years, two years and or more, depending on what was happening at that point for me. But then there's periods okay. of time where I'm just like on it all the time. Mm. So I've, I feel I've, I understand where people are coming from. And I think it's, it's quite, a, it's quite a, it's, it's a, it's, strength it's a lot of strength to mm. to resist especially yeah. if i've done it before as well exactly i think that makes it 10 times harder like yeah. if you didn't know what you were missing mm. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but even though you you may not have ever had sex before you remember that when you were deciding that you were going to lose your virginity that you had to have had that, those kind of feelings for somebody mm. exactly you know? mm. So that whole intimacy, the, those moments of intimacy with an individual that you may have, you know, said no to on a regular basis, but then you, you, you we're, we're all human, we're tempted in some way. So it's knowing that it, being able to control that, because I think it, it is difficult. I've, I've been in plenty of positions where I said, no, I'm not doing it tonight. And like you hear all these women that they're with men that have treated them really badly or that you know they're going through something with their man and they say mm -mm, he's not getting none tonight but then they melt mm -hmm. they literally yeah. melt within seconds because exactly they're attracted to that individual yeah. so it's it's very very difficult and you know i think um it takes a very strong person and strong willpower to, to it's good to have that period of time to yourself to like cleanse in a way yeah because you you've when you're in a relationship with anybody you sort of you're trans transmitting between each other like emotions and all this kind of thing so your body needs to relieve itself of all of that baggage as they say before you start a next relationship yeah mm, definitely so i think it, it's very very good for everyone to at some point yeah, have a little time out mm -hmm. yeah so yeah that's, that's my little take on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I haven't had many um long periods without sex I think <laughs> the longest I've probably had was about six months yeah 
but, probably about six months. But you yeah. know, that that can be is a long time. Is a long time for some mm. people because some people literally can't live without having someone in their bed. Yeah. True. Yeah. You know, they need that kind of comfort, mm. and they just they struggle, and that's why you see a lot of people when they, you know that whole thing sleeping around. It's, it's not necessarily that just sleeping around just to be a, let's say, slag of it. It's, it's normally because they're searching for something. Yeah. And so it's, as I said, about that period of time of cleansing and finding yourself and figuring out that what may not have worked well in that last relationship is better than that kind of wandering around and just hoping, are you the one, are you the one, are you the one? Yeah. You need to have somebody... So. But I also think it gets that even just like with self pleasure and stuff like that. Sometimes self pleasure gets boring, mm-hmm. and you, or you just don't. Mm-hmm. Want, you feel like a bit disgusted in yourself. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so it's like you know what? I just want the real thing. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that has been my issue plenty of times. Like mm-hmm. it's more that I don't want to self pleasure. So you want to have. I want to have the yeah. Which which again is perfectly natural because you've experienced something. So you would want, you would still crave that intimacy mm. unless you had a bad experience altogether. And it's like, I never want to be touched by a man or woman again. But yeah. you ha- if you haven't had that, you are going to still crave it. Yeah. Just like me and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how have you then. found it? So there you um, go. How did you, how did you find that period? when you didn't have sex for six months um i found that period of time being very much addicted to porn Mm. (laughs) that is definitely um how much clearly shows that it was a struggle but yeah i think that was definitely the time where my addiction to porn came out i don't know if you call it an addiction but it was a bit of an addiction using i was watching it very regularly mm. but, um yeah also something from tricks so you know came out of a situation like boom <laughs> but i don't think even that to be honest is healthy i think if you're not going to do it for like those types of reasons i was younger then so i think it's a bit different but i think if i was to say now i would um just do it as a cleansing period. Mm-mm. More of just like a, you know, for my own self, body respect. Uh, yeah. Natasha, do you um, indulge in any self-pleasure or are you very good and able to refrain from that kind of thing? So I have in the past, but now I try not to. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like good, but I find that it, for me, I, I find that it mentally it doesn't. I don't feel right mentally when I do. Yeah. So when Lauren mentioned that, um, like when she does self pleasure, um, she doesn't always feel like good about it. I feel the same in in the sense that for my me- mental health, it it doesn't it doesn't feel right at times because. It's something that you would normally do with someone. So then after, you just feel like, yuck. I just, I don't know. I, I just didn't feel good about it. So, um, yeah, I've, I've just tried to stop doing it. 
it's it's very hard because um at the end of the day like we're all human but I think yeah for me I thought my mind is just a lot clearer it's weird because it's like sex doesn't have that effect but I feel like self-pleasure does I don't know if it's just me the what the whole earth feeling that you were just saying yeah like when but I know what it is it. that happens to me like I watch porn with sex no with um oh. self-pleasure I watch porn and then I'll come and I'll be like oh switch it off switch it off x x x mm. x x I feel so disgusting Mm. and I saw a meme about it and I was literally gonna say that I've seen a meme yeah. Like, yeah you watch it you come and then yeah I've seen those yeah. yeah and it's literally the feeling like, yeah. like oh this is disgusting like why did I just do that like yeah and that is I remember yeah guilt for pleasuring yourself sorry I don't know if it's a guilt I just feel nasty <laughs> yeah for me it's a guilt <laughs> I think for me it's a guilt I think for me I just feel nasty literally mm. I don't know it's weird it doesn't you don't feel yeah and I I started to research into it and they said something about you release dopamines on a higher level so you feel really good for that moment and then after because it's finished now you feel so low so it Mm. it, it's going to take a long time for you to get back to normal because the high was so high and then it's like nothing comes after that so that's why I think that's why I feel again. so low. Sorry. So then you do it again. Yeah, no, it's to me. That's and then now. you feel even worse. <laughs> but then that is true. But it's true. That's why you do it again to get that high again. But it's just the same thing over, and then you start but to feel. So, do you think that's where people get that addiction to porn? Then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And you know what? It's funny because I'll watch porn and I will make sure. That I do not come like I will hold it out mm. just so I can watch a few. <laughs> mm. <laughs> because if I watch it, it happens, not. that's it. Like, I'm yeah, you still do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Tell you, Natasha, you taught me something today. Yeah. So, have you um have you used any toys at all, or is it just your own self pleasuring? No, yeah, my own self. I've never used a toy because if I if I get a toy, I would be doing it more. So that's why. Although you see like all these good offers, it's just like <laughs> yeah, you see so many good offers online, deals, and all of these things, and then you see all these like ones with tricks or whatever. But I would, um, yeah, I'd probably do it more. So it doesn't make sense if I'm trying to stop. Yeah. So do you think? Once you found Mr. Right, mm. you would you be welcoming to toys in, in the bedroom, do you think? Um, after, well, this is the way I'd like it to go. Mm-hmm. After okay. you get married, yeah, after you get <laughs> married, then yeah, you can do whatever. But before that, I would, I would be, yes, trying to stay away from anything sexual. I hear that. So yeah. you'd, you'd be one of those people that, like, literally on the wedding night is going down. Basically. Yeah, yeah, Lauren that's what I'm hoping for. You, okay, Natasha, Lauren wants to gift you for your wedding because we know <laughs> you're going to get married and very soon. Yep, yep. So, 
she wants to be able to gift you a set of toys from yeah that would be amazing that would be amazing so <laughs> we just want to establish that you know you'd be up yeah yeah I just need to know what where in the process I need to bring it like is it after the wedding do I need to just wrap it no I discreetly think that or that should be at, you know the bridal shower exactly mm. yeah because then she could be a good one it. Yeah, and just like exactly. if you want to, you know, <laughs> mm, pat that one in the weekend bag. Exactly. Right. <laughs> there, I put some pennies yeah. in there for you too. Mm, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> some chocolate um, body paint, you know, full collection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll be thinking that you've done this before. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, he would. <laughs> but would you tell? Would you tell your partner that you've been intimate with someone? Your husband yeah 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 oh. definitely okay i would never lie or mm. keep hold something with someone i'm trying to build a life with there's no point okay yeah. well wasn't that a bit of good relationship advice <laughs> do you have um many friends that are also going through this journey as well yeah i have quite a few friends that are also like trying to be abstinent um and like we do talk about it in terms of our struggles and you know maybe if like one of us may be going away with their boyfriend they'll say oh I don't know how like we're gonna not I don't know that for instance if they're going into a new relationship and then they're just thinking about the beginning stages and how it's gonna go then we just like give each other advice um but then I also have friends that aren't. So it's good to hear from both sides because mm-hmm. it just keeps, it keeps you aware. I'm so it's not like... That, I'm the friend that aren't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it keeps you aware. It's interesting because um, a young couple that I um, I know, was the young lady was talking to her dad about going on holiday with her boyfriend and they 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 christian couple and they don't live together but they spend a lot of time together um and they were going on holiday together no first of all she was going to visit him at uni and there was a whole big issue about her going to spend time with him at uni but then a few months later they were traveling together on holiday so my thing was like if they haven't done it already and you you trust it you you're trusting him to go on holiday but what was the issue with her going to stay with him at university mm. yeah but, true but the family the two families were having like deep discussions like having meetings about the the, the relationship and where it was going and you know if it was felt that this was the a christian way to be behaving going away on um for her to go and spend time with him at university but as i said within weeks they were going on holiday yeah what is the line so it doesn't make a difference yeah. yeah exactly and and the whole thing and the thing is it's like oh he's got his own room whereas at uni she would be in his room but i'm thinking so what you can't walk down a corridor <laughs> <laughs> mm. i guess it's all about temperature yeah. isn't it and if you're in a different room from someone yeah, You'd have to put yourself you in that situation. Trust. You have to have that trust in your, your child, wouldn't you? And it's their decision. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And they're at the age where they can make that decision. Yeah, they're, they're old enough. They're above consent. And, you know. 
but I just thought it was, it was interesting listening to conversation because I was not in, it was not something I needed to be involved with but yeah. it just to me it didn't make any sense mm-hmm. so, you know and even if it's not the girlfriend the boy is away from home anyone could come to his room and do exactly. whatever yeah. Yeah. right should be grateful that he had the girlfriend you know that when she's going down there when she ain't yeah it's interesting how um are your uh, your parents was it were you influenced by them or was this your own personal choice and journey I'll say it was my own personal um choice my mum I've never really had this kind of conversation with her in terms of staying abstinent um and I don't think she well she's not strict um about sex she's never we've never spoken about it but I just know that if I was doing it she wouldn't be like oh why are you doing this you know I think it would more just be about staying safe um yeah so I haven't really had any influence from family so do you have um siblings no okay okay I was wondering what they if they had any stance on this, you know, and what your no, yeah. I think from a parent's perspective, my mom thinks you're older, you're old now, so you might be doing it anyway. So yeah. all all you all you can do is just stay safe mm. um, and just make wise decisions. That's mm. it, really. And I feel like with everything in the world right now as well, I feel like parents really understand that there's like a lot of challenges and everything mm. realized. Mm-hmm. So whereas before, you know, it might have been a higher possibility that your child would not have sex before marriage. Now, mm. children, there's the higher rate of children having children. Yeah, exactly. So many people... Um, like let's think, looking back at in generations, there's lots of people that have had, let's say, shotgun weddings because they have had sex. Yeah. And then they've had to get married because mm. person's pregnant and things like that. So it, that's not unusual. One, two. I also think that's really silly. I know, I know but it's not my it's, decision to make. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but then there's also times have changed before people literally married the boy next door mm. now you've got social media in the mix yeah right you've got all these things so that you one you've got to is to you know reduce the risk of inbreeding mm. <laughs> as well we're, we're branching out we're branching out we're going abroad we're talking to people yeah. everywhere and um it helps that things have changed in the sense of the timeline You'd literally finish school. The girl was like getting herself ready to be having mm. children, getting married and having children and keeping a home. That doesn't exist like that anymore. Yeah. It's more that you're thinking about, okay, post-16 education, um, further education, like university or whatever you want to do after that and building your career. And then after that point, you tend to be thinking about, okay, now I want to settle down. We've got people that are not having children until in their 40s because of that whole process that we've, it has now been created. And 
buying a property if you live in London that is non-existent for most young people because yeah. of the, you know the wage wages that you're receiving is not equivalent to what you could actually purchase in London so people are having to wait save then meet somebody save with them so there's all this journey that you're going through you know the fact that you're going to say oh I'm going to hold off until I have get married you might not be getting married for a long time even if you are in a relationship with somebody so it is very difficult and I think that's where parents are not so rigid with it they they want yeah. your child to be in a, a nice relationship a nice loving relationship but they understand that times have changed and that mm. it is not as easy as just get married and that's you know there's the risk of whilst if you get married too young there's the risk of you growing apart because you're not actually mature enough yeah. and then also you you haven't found yourself and you're going to have lots of struggles together because you haven't prepared yourself so I think families are a bit more aware of that but in in the, the you know I don't know happy ever and after we call it like in, in everyone's fantasy you are it is that you you meet the man of your like your dreams and then you get married then you have the children but the reality of it is life doesn't go like that it just doesn't go like that so mm. I feel a lot more parents are open to it they just want their family their children to be in a safe loving relationship yeah definitely yeah I mean I certainly feel that way I mean I wouldn't I would love my my children not to 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 have sex ever <laughs> ever <laughs> ever but everyone, every parent tends to feel like that you know but especially your child <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day I just would prefer if they were in a, a healthy relationship it's not something they're not just running around and sleeping with everybody trying to to fulfill a, a need mm. instead of it actually being something that's genuine and loving mm. yeah yeah well, it has been a really good talking to you, Natasha. And um, we've got to that point where we'd like you to choose a song for the playlist. A song, a song okay. by what gets you well. What got you in the mood? What got you in the mood? What can you not play anymore? Because it just gets you too excited. <laughs> so. A so well, a few songs I really liked. Well, a few. Mm-hmm. Girl, your face must be dead. <laughs> um, Raheem Devon, you. Mm-hmm. That's quite steamy, like intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, oh, is it? Is that music soul? I think that's music soul child. You, sorry. No, it is. You were right first time. Oh, it's Raheem. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. And then, no, Music Soul Child, Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I can... Yeah. Yeah. What, what's Beautiful? Why don't you know? Yeah. So yeah. Beautiful. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just deny that... I can get, yeah, get you in your feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get you all caught up in the rapture. Yeah. Wow. 
very nice very nice so we'll definitely add that to the um playlist yeah thank you for coming on and sharing and when you are ready for some sex toys you know we no, can no, no. oh yeah sorry 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 sorry, <laughs> sorry. we're gonna gift you this man is coming mm-hmm. and you are going to be married soon yeah amen and amen amen claiming it claiming it, claiming it. <laughs> so yeah we'll do that then uh, everyone, thank you for listening again. We are at our second to last episode of the season. Yeah. Um, hopefully next season. Actually, I'll talk about that in the last episode. We'll <laughs> but yeah. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share as well. Please share, guys, so we can get that following up because um in the episodes coming, we've got a lot of reviews to share with you and our website's going to be launching very soon so yeah we want everyone to know what is going on with caught up in the rapture so guys thank you and don't forget to get caught up in the rapture take care